Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome to our Friday Faith Follow-Up. Friends, I love some alliteration. This is episode 53 and a half. And if you have not yet actually listened to episode 53, let me just really encourage you to hit stop right now. I won't be offended. Go back and listen to episode 53. Because even if you're already a Christian and you might have thought like, oh, I already know the gospel. I already follow Jesus. I'm just going to hit pause and wait until Friday. Um, It actually is an episode that is intended not only to clarify for us what is the gospel, but to encourage us with the truth of the gospel and how it shapes us, how it changes our family life and how we love our people well. So go on back, listen to episode 53, and then circle back here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up because we are going to tackle right now Uh, We're going to be short and sweet, but we're going to tackle some frequently asked questions that I hear all the time in in two environments. I hear these things all the time in the counseling room. I don't always give my disclaimer in the Friday Faith Follow-Up, but I am a therapist, a licensed therapist. This podcast is not therapy, (laughs) but I hear these questions a lot in the counseling room, and I hear them a lot at church. Um, probably especially I've done a lot of ministry over the years in youth groups and working with middle school and high school and college. Um, and I hear these questions a lot and I bet that they're there a lot for the adults, for my friends, for my women's Bible study groups and things like that. We just don't always feel as comfortable saying them out loud, which is a whole different conversation, but these are really frequently asked questions. And so let's tackle them. So question number one is uh, let's clarify together, let's review what is the gospel? What does it mean to follow Jesus? What does it mean to give your life to him? Um, who is God? You know, we, the, blah, blah, blah. all the things. You could word that question any number of ways. What I want to review today is the Romans road. And you might be really familiar with this. I didn't grow up in the church. I was not familiar with this. <laughs> And I don't remember in college when I, when I did come to faith, you can hear that whole story in episode two, where I share some of my story, uh, my personal background and story, but I don't remember any time someone like sat me down and shared the gospel. And I, I would say kind of because of that, obviously that's not the whole reason, but partly that has influenced me because I find it really awkward now to try to sit down and share the gospel with someone. I don't feel like I've ever really seen that modeled. Um, So all of that to say, the Romans Road, if you've been a Christian a long time, you might be very familiar with this, but I find it a really helpful um, path for the conversation about what is the gospel. So let's go through it, both to answer the question, what is the gospel, but also to give you a picture of how do I share the gospel with other people? Because that is also a question that I hear a lot. We understand the gospel, we accept it, we're following Jesus, we're pressing into that relationship, but we don't always feel confident about how to communicate that to other people. So 
the Romans Road. And you can find all this on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 053. I'm going to spell all of this out. So if you want to review it or see it in writing, head on over to the website because that will be a helpful resource for you. But the Romans Road walks through five verses in the book of Romans, which is in the New Testament, that outline the gospel for us. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I'm just going to read through these and then we'll circle back and talk about what does that mean. (laughs) Romans 5.8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 10.9, because if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And Romans 5.1, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So what do we see here in these five verses in Romans? We see an outline that everyone has sinned. No one can do everything that is required from God. No one can live a perfect and righteous life. And because of that, Romans 6.23, we all experience death, physical death, as well as spiritual death, separation from God. But Romans 6.23 also tells us the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus. We've all sinned. Because of that, we're separated from God. But he has provided a way back. He has given his own son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty that we're supposed to pay so that we can be made right with him. And then Romans 5, 8 um, outlines that a little bit more. That's how God showed his love for us. We were still sinners. We didn't do anything to earn this, but Christ died for us anyway because he loved us, not because we deserved it. Romans 10, 9, then it moves in to say, okay, so how do we accept that? If we believe and agree, we have sinned, I have sinned, because of that, I'm dying and I'm apart from God. I believe and trust that God sent Jesus to cover all of that sin, to pay my penalty, to make me right with him. Now, what I have to do is live out Romans 10, verse 9, confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead. We confess and we believe. And it doesn't just stop there. I do like to circle back to Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just that we've been wiped clean. I've confessed. I've believed. Sweet. I'm out of the doghouse. Everything is good. (laughs) It means that we now have peace with God. We have relationship with God. And we get to live life differently because of that. And the challenging part of the gospel, I think, well, I think the main challenge for a lot of people is either, number one, belief in all of this, is this true? And number two, being willing to acknowledge and admit that we are sinners. That doesn't feel good. That doesn't sound good. But it's true. And if we refuse to acknowledge it, we can never... Um, have eternal life. We can never have forgiveness of something that we don't think we need forgiveness for. But all of that leads us to difficulty number three, which is, so now what? What do I do? (laughs) Not only can we live a new life once we recognize this Romans road, once we give our lives to Jesus, but we are commanded by God 
to live a new life. And that part is tricky. That part is difficult. That part challenges us. But this is the first kind of frequently asked question. What is the gospel? How do I share it with other people? I hope that that Romans road is a helpful clarification on those two points for you. And if you have further questions, definitely reach out to me. Um, Probably even better, talk to your local pastor. But if you don't have a local church or there's some reason you can't talk to your pastor, I would love to have a conversation with you about the gospel and about Jesus. So we see here what we need to do, right? We need to confess, we need to believe, and then we need to live it out. That leads us to our next frequently asked question, which is a lot of Christians struggle with the question, am I really saved? I gave my life to Jesus, but I still sin. I still feel like I struggle all the time. I don't see how this is changing me. Am I really a Christian? A lot of people have that question, especially if we've grown up in the church and it feels like second nature. Of course, everybody believes this, which side note, they don't. (laughs) But it can feel so normal to us that we start to question, "Am am I really a Christian? So I have three questions that I like to talk through with people if they bring this question to me. And the first question is, are you trying to be obedient to God? And the two chapters of scripture that I love for helping me wrestle with this is the Gospel of John chapter 15, where Jesus talks about how he is the vine and we are the branches. And the first, uh, first letter from John, so it's 1 John chapter 3. Because they wrestle with this question. If we love God, we will be obedient to him. We're not going to do that perfectly, but we're going to try to be obedient to him. So if you're wondering, am I saved? I think I'm a Christian. Am I really a Christian? You need to be honest with yourself and with God and and wrestle through it in prayer. Are you trying to be obedient to God? The second question there is, are you putting in genuine effort to grow in your knowledge of God, to grow in your relationship with God. Because sometimes we want to be a Christian, we want to be obedient to God, but if we never ask him what he wants us to do, we never pray, we're very inconsistent with reading the Bible, we don't belong to a church, we kind of go when we feel like it. If we wake up early one day, sure, why not? I'll go to church. If we're not putting in genuine effort to grow, then we do need to ask ourselves and question, am I really a Christian? Not to say we always enjoy those experiences. Sometimes it feels really dry or confusing or boring to read the Bible or to pray. But over the course of our life, like generally speaking, there should be a joy and a curiosity there to be closer to God. And so if you've never experienced that, um, or if you're in a dry season right now, it's worth asking yourself why that is. Is that because there is some sin in your life that might need to be confessed? Is it because you don't really know what to do? No one has discipled you or mentored you or showed you what to do? Or maybe it's because you don't really care about Jesus and you say the right things, but it's not really in your heart. And then the third question, if you're wondering, am I really saved? Am I really a a Christian? The third question is to ask yourself, And to be real about this, to be honest about it, who would you say is at the center of your life? Because it's one of three people. It's either God, which is what we hope for, or it is yourself, or it's someone else. Sometimes we live our life wrapped around our husband or wrapped around our child or someone else. 
but who is at the center of your life? And we all, I mean, I, I've been a Christian for 10 years, probably more. Um, and obviously there are times when I would answer that question and say, well, shoot, I am definitely living as if I am at the center of my life. And then I need to confess that and turn back to God. So I don't ask these questions to say, if you don't have, you know, quote unquote, the right answer, then oh, you're not a Christian. You either maybe aren't a Christian. Like I ask these questions because you need to wrestle with it. But sometimes we wrestle with it and we see this is sin. And what do we do? All we need to do is confess it to the Lord and possibly to another person because scripture tells us to do that. And then we kind of get back on track. We get back on the right path with Jesus. So if you question, am I saved? Ask yourself, wrestle with it. Are you trying to be obedient to God? Are you putting in genuine effort to grow with God? And is he at the center of your life? Or is it someone else? And then the last frequently asked question that I want to highlight today is people often wonder, okay, I've, I've given my life to Jesus. I, I believe that. I really am saved. I struggle and I sin, but I confess it. And I always, always, always try to circle back to Jesus. That's wonderful. Now, how do I grow? How do I have less sin in my life? How do I experience more peace? How do I... Um, tell other people about the Lord and and want to do that? How do I grow spiritually? And there are five spiritual disciplines that I would highlight for you. So the first is to read the Bible every day. Yes, every day, every single day. And since I've become a mom, here's a little side note. I definitely do best on the days where I read the Bible more than once a day. And I don't mean sit down for a half hour. Um, You might only have time to read like a paragraph or a chapter, but be in the Bible. Over the course of a year, five years, 10 years, 50 years, you are going to grow in huge ways if you make that commitment to read the Bible or listen to the Bible. Audio Bible is great. And the second discipline there would be to pray. And really all you need to do to start that is to confess when you realize you've sinned, confess, tell God, tell him you're sorry, ask him for what you need and think about whatever it is you just read in the Bible. And often we can pray through that. If we read about how we should be forgiving, then we can pray, Lord, help me to forgive. Lord, help me to have a forgiving heart. So read the Bible and pray. And I will put in a little side note here, not side note, a little, I don't know, highlight, asterisk, star. If you struggle with this, we have a free resource for you. It's called the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge, and I will put the link in the show notes. Um, That might be a really helpful guide to get you started with reading the Bible and praying every day. The third discipline that you need if you're going to grow spiritually is to fill your mind and your heart with truth. And what I mean by that, now we do that through the Bible, we do that through prayer, but we specifically need to invite the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to protect us from sin and to convict us when we do, inevitably, because we all will, sin. So we read the Bible, we pray, and we let ourselves be changed by what we're reading and those conversations with God. Fill our minds and our hearts with truth. There's a lot that could be said within this. I also think it's really important to have fellowship here, but that's actually the next spiritual discipline that I'm going to highlight. And I think we need to be very mindful, very intentional about the media that we consume. 
Because if you spend hours a day on TikTok or Instagram or watching the news or watching shows on your streaming service of choice, you're filling your mind and your heart with those things rather than the five minutes a day that you spent in the Bible and in prayer. So that is worth challenging yourself about. So discipline number one, read the Bible. Number two, pray. Number three, fill your mind and heart with truth. Be intentional about where you seek um, knowledge and wisdom and entertainment. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead that for you. Number four, I've already alluded to it. (laughs) Commit yourself to a local church. I don't just mean show up on Sunday morning. I mean, be an active part. I mean, be there regularly. I mean, tithe. I mean, volunteer. I mean, join the Bible studies. Be an active member of a local church. And number five is to share the gospel with other people. That will build your spiritual growth. I know this is a list about how do I grow spiritually. Sharing the gospel with other people is a really helpful way to grow. And you may have heard this like with teachers, the best way to learn something is to try to teach it. The best way to grow in the gospel is to answer other people's questions, to have conversations about it, to verbalize it and say it out loud to other people. And if you need to practice first in front of the mirror, that's totally fine. That's great. Build that confidence, build a vocabulary. Um, And if you don't know what to say, ask the other person questions. What do they believe? What do they think? What do they do on Sunday? Um, How's their life going? How's their marriage? How How are their kids? Ask questions. And a lot of times that's how you will not only build relationship, but you will find that entry point into what you believe or what Jesus would say about whatever struggle they are having. And remember, friends, it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay if they have a question and you're like, uh, deer in headlights, I don't know what to say. Just tell them that. That's a great question. I don't know. I'm going to go look that up or I'm going to talk to my pastor. I'm going to try to figure out an answer for you and then hopefully follow up with that person. So I just wanted to take a few minutes today. This is a little longer than our usual Friday faith follow-up, but hopefully this is a helpful look at what is the gospel? How would I share it with other people? Am I really saved? Some questions to ask yourself about that. And how do I grow spiritually? How do I grow with the Lord and become a stronger Christian? These are great questions. These are obviously this, you know, short and sweet to the point. (laughs) But I would love to talk about it further if you would find that helpful. So send me an email, jessica at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Connect with me on Instagram. It's at loveyourpeoplewell. (laughs) Um, Or join us in the Facebook group. We have conversations all the time about our lives and what we're struggling with, what we're praying about, and wrestling with the gospel. So that would be an excellent place to ask some questions or to get some support. Um, All those links are in the show notes. You can get a lot more online, loveyourpeoplewell.com. You will find more about this specific episode um, at 053, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 053. It's kind of like the blog post. See it all in writing, get a lot more detail, other resources. All of that is available for you, but I have talked too long, my friends. I hope this is helpful. I would love to hear what your walk with the Lord has looked like. That is always, I mean, that's probably like my favorite conversation I ever have with anyone is, do you know the Lord? Tell me about that. How'd you meet him? I would love to hear from you. But that's all I've got for today. Um, Join us in the Facebook group. Check out the website for more resources, more information. Connect with me. 
And most importantly, my friends, focus on the Lord. Read the Bible, pray, gather with other believers, and wrestle with the questions about how do I better follow Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we are here, and I'm going to pray right now to close us out. Holy God, we praise you that you created us, that you have forgiven us and redeemed us, and I pray that every person listening right now to this podcast will give their lives to Jesus and not only give it to you, but live for you. I pray you will fill us with your spirit, equip us, strengthen us, encourage us, lead us, that everything that we do would be done in your name for your glory and for our good. I pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. All right, friends, hugs and blessings. Talk to you soon.